Hey folks, welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast, where I'm joined again by Stephanie Hanlon Francie. In these episodes, Stephanie and I open a conversation about different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters. Today, more than any time before, we believe that we're living in and through what is unfolding as one of the most impactful global events in history. The COVID pandemic is driving never-before-seen change in the world, which is leading to escalating confusion, uncertainty, and ultimately, fear. Your view of the world, or more specifically, your view of your world, represents how you will experience the evolution and changing dynamics of it, whether it is the growing societal divisiveness, the need to pivot in a business or career, or for many, the shifting family dynamics, few have trained for or know how to prepare for what is unfolding before us. However you are experiencing what is happening in your world, Stephanie and I are committed to guiding and supporting, facilitating deeper conversations in the realm of our mental, emotional, and spiritual health and well-being. These Mindset Matters episodes are intended to provide a context of what are bigger and deeper conversations that we hope inspire you to ask yourself different questions or to pause to consider how you view your world, your life. We invite you to check in, to ask yourself, is the path you're on the best path for your journey? And are you still clear on your intended destination or has it changed? Our intention for each Mindset Matters episode is to provide you useful tools that you can apply in your life to help you in taking meaningful steps in achieving your vision, your goals, to be your greatest self and live your best life. Listen in. Enjoy. Hey folks, welcome to the Everyday Millionaire Podcast, the Mindset Matters Edition. I am joined by the lovely and talented and uber smart Stephanie Hanlon Francie. Stephanie, welcome. Uh, thank you, Patrick. And I love that compliment. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Um, Mindset Matters, we got a conversation today that we're going to be talking about the actual definition of a few things between a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And I'm going to throw in there a thing called false mindset. Now, some of this work was done originally by a author, a psychologist, I believe, uh, Carol Dweck. Yeah, the book is called um, Growth Mindset. Okay, so that's what the book's called. So that's awesome. And uh, that I, I'm not reading from that book. I did not read that book. It's just that I know that's where the work stemmed from originally. So uh, don't quote me on whatever she did. Uh, this is my own version of it. <laughs> so absolutely. And I watched her TED Talk. And I think, you know, being in the real world in the trenches, we have our own sciencey kind of, you know, experience experience of what's going on, but I think we also have a real life kind of in the trenches experience. We do. So this is, a, I think, an interesting conversation because as coaches, we often uh, use the term and maybe assess a client as, you know, a fixed mindset or growth mindset. Uh, when, you know, when I'm doing uh, talks, for example, for the Real Estate Investment Network, I'm often talking to a group and saying, you know, in order to invest in real estate, you know, there's more than just the how-tos. There is actually the most important piece of real estate that you'll 
uh, ever own is between your years. And the good news is, is that you already own it. We use that phraseology, but we talk about mindset and a growth mindset uh, versus a fixed mindset. And often we're asked, what is the difference? If I was going to summarize a fixed mindset, what I would say is that someone who believes that their talents and their intelligence are fixed at birth. In other words, it's their predisposition. It's their genetic predisposition. Uh, their mindset is fixed. Their intelligence is fixed. And it's just the way they are. So that's a common term you may hear them use. They'd say, it's just the way I am. And in fact, you know, they would use sometimes maybe a phrase along the lines of, if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. Or it's just the way it is. Because that is just the way it is, not the way I am. That's the way it is. So these are all kind of telltales of a fixed mindset is I can't change because that's just the way it is or that's just the way I am. Now, we've had these conversations on the show before, and, and I've often had the conversation with myself, you know, where you many years ago, 30 plus years ago, you know, looked me in the eye when I kept saying it's just the way I am. Because you asked me, you know, I think it was more along the lines why I was so curt and abrupt, why I was such an asshole. Well, I don't know what it was, but something, anyway, like that. something like that. Anyways, it uh, you finally looked at me and, and, and I said, well, it's just the way I am. And then you had looked at me and said, well, you know, it's a choice, right? It was an epiphany. It was a profound moment for me because it was actually then that I went, oh, I, I actually never thought of that. So um, that was when really the work started for me and, and I'm a lot of work. So that's a fixed mindset. So anything you want to add to that kind of uh, summary? Yeah, well, you were a lot of work and that was some heavy lifting back then. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, but because of the work we've done over the years with our different coaches and the work that I do currently with world-class athletes and, and high-end entrepreneurs and business owners, is that the earlier we can actually identify if we're operating with a fixed mindset or somebody that is a at least open to a growth mindset is that we have a place to enter. And when mm -hmm. you have a place to enter with somebody, when they are really committed to this is the way it is, and this is how I am, and this is just it, and I'll never get better, and I'll only do this. And then they have all the reasons why. Well, it was how I was raised. It was how I was this or how, you know, how I was that. But it is, sorry to interrupt, but I, I want to, because something you said there is the way I raised, because as we were sitting here chatting about it, I realized, you know, being uh, kind of, being brought up on the wrong side of the tracks in Edmonton, you know, Britannia, Youngstown. I mean, gosh, you know, it was not, I mean, it wasn't Alberta Avenue, but it was certainly the wrong side of the tracks in that regard. But there was certainly limiting beliefs that I had just due to my upbringing. So it wasn't, I, that's all I got to say about that. I don't even know why I brought that up. Other than to say is that there is a, sometimes we think it's that, you know, like we think it's a genetic predisposition, but it's really belief systems based on, you know, generally, uh, you know, our environment that we're raised in and, and what we come up in. So, you know, as I interview many people on The Everyday Millionaire, I often ask the question, you know, nature or nurture? How did you get to be an entrepreneur? And all those questions. But in behind all that, I hear the stories about parents that were supportive and, and it's a different world. So these individuals that I'm interviewing, you, you kind of look at it and go, no wonder they've achieved so much and they're doing what they're doing is because they're 
were raised with a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset. Right. But you also have to go back to the studies of twins, for example. One's in, in jail for murder and the other one is a very mm-hmm. successful, I don't know, pediatrician. What and they have they get they both get interviewed and they both say, okay, so what was the reason? Why are you in jail? Why are you a murderer? Etc. And they go, well, it was the way I was raised. And then you talk to the other twin and they go, why are you a successful doctor? Why are you so, you know, committed to your relation and, and relationship, etc. And 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 they go, well, it's the way I was raised. So you talk about nature versus nurture, but we also have to talk about perception and we also have to talk about individuality. And that's where I think when you enter the conversation about mindset and we start with belief systems, yes, and we start linking belief systems to environment, then we go environment to experience And then one thing leads to another. And in that particular uh, experiment, we had one twin that was an axe murderer and the other one that was a very successful doctor. So, you know, when you go into mindset conversations in that regard, how do you then blame nature versus nurture? Okay, well, that's a good question. We could investigate that. I I, I have a thought around that, but I don't want to go down a rabbit hole this early in the conversation. So we committed to, to defining a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset versus a false mindset. So that's a good rabbit hole to go down, a great path to go down, but let's not get off track. Let's go to, you know, defining a growth. So we know fixed is that mentality of it's just the way I am. It's just the way it is. Uh, it's a pre-genetic disposition. It's in my DNA. Like, it's, so it's that fixed. It almost feels like a victim mentality it is. or excuses. Sure. So these are things that we want to draw people's attention to. That's a fixed mindset. Now let's get to a growth mindset. Then we can talk about why growth, why fixed. We can have that conversation. That would be kind of cool. But let's talk about a growth mindset. So, so someone that thinks they're, that the traits and patterns or their traits and patterns are actually quite malleable and can change with disciplined practice. So in other words, they know open mind or a mindset versus fixed is they're going to know I can change. So they go from that. You can go from fixed to growth mindset, fixed, fixed being, you know, more of that victim mentality. That's just the way it is. It's just the way I am. And you go to growth and you start to believe that you're capable of getting good at something. So I can't do that, but I, you know, I can't do that yet. We've talked about that on another episode, but you know, when you, when you look at what you're trying to achieve and you're having struggles to do it, then you add a certain, you know, that one singular word, I'm just not there yet. I'm not good enough yet. And that opens up the possibilities, right? So, yeah. And I don't know enough yet. A uh, growth mindset is also curious. It's curious. Um, a growth mindset is also somebody who is willing and willing to look at possibilities versus a fixed mindset. And I can look at my athletes, for example, that are training to be the best in the world and a fixed mindset personality will say, you know what, in ice dance, for example, there's no change. The judges are you know, cheating and there's a hierarchy and I'm only ever going to be fourth. And that's just the way that it is. And they enter their training with that. And I come in and say, well, what if that's not true? So the first thing I do is ask, what if it's not true? And if I get resistance to that, I know I'm dealing with someone with a fixed mindset. It's a little bit more difficult to actually shift them into a growth mindset, Mm. but it is possible. Okay, got that. That's a really good uh, insight. So we start to believe then that I'm not good enough yet, but if I work at it, discipline, practice, 
I can get there. So you start to believe that. That's a growth mindset. Then there's something that we've we can we probably all fall into the pattern of what is referred to as a false mindset, which is really interesting. And a false mindset is the individual who realizes that there is a growth mindset. There is such a thing as mindset and it's important and there's a growth mindset, but they believe that they're haven't they're open to an open a growth mindset, but actually they're not. They're in a very fixed mindset. And so it's an interesting, it's called a false mindset, right? No, I, I'm totally, I think growth mindset's awesome. Like, no, I've got a growth mindset. And then their patterns actually indicate that, no, they're not. Yeah, that's a massive cognitive distortion. I think we got to talk about that on another podcast. Okay, we will talk about cognitive distortion and cognitive distance. Let's not go down yeah. that hole. Okay, so <laughs> the false mindset is where you think the growth mindset is great and the fixed mindset sucks, but you think that you're in a growth mindset when really you're not. And you routinely or at least occasionally fall into the false mindset. And the next thing you know, you're blaming, you're complaining, you're actually making it someone else's fault, and you uh, are a victim. Yet you're saying that you've got this open mindset or you're, you've got a growth mindset. That is not actually the sign of a growth mindset. The minute you start complaining, this goes back to extreme ownership. And that mindset is very difficult for most people because there's always a reason to feel the victim. Right. And the excuses, right? The blame and the excuses, it's always somebody else's fault. It's interesting that you say that because you think about the lie you have to tell yourself that you have an open mindset or you have a growth mindset when truthfully all you're trying to do is defend what you know and that's fixed, mm -hmm. right? So there's where the distortion lives and the lies that we tell ourselves, and we try to move you know, move into growth mindset with, you know, the changes that you have to make. I mean, look at what's going on in today's world is that people with a, a fixed mindset are really going to struggle because the way that it was is not the way that it is currently. And it's not the way that it's going to be. So fixed mindset is really going to get in the way of a lot of people's growth and development. Especially right now. And this is one of the reasons that we even uh, decide to launch this podcast, given the world that we are in. And, you know, the I, I, I sometimes think about the people that are going, I just hardly wait to get back to the way it was. I just wanted, and you, I'm going, you know, I think to myself, it's never going back to the way it was. I mean, that's very evident. And, you know, that's not me being, you know, negative. That's not me being uh, controversial. It's not going back. I mean, there's just... It's never going to happen. That's nope. not the, that's the harsh realities of what we've got to deal with. So if you're not you know, really into that growth mindset, an open mindset to see what's going on, to see how you actually uh, can thrive in this new environment that's emerging right in front of us, um, then you're going to be in trouble. So that was one of the reasons we launched, you know, the Everyday Millionaire podcast called Mindset Matters. Okay, so let's talk about this, you know, this whole signal. First off, if you're blaming, if you're complaining, uh, you are in a false mindset. Okay, so you think you're open to a mindset, but you're really not. And rather than, and so the first thing you're going to do is if you, if you find yourself there, are you able to fully take it on and to really own it and then switch that languaging to go, I'm just not there yet, but I will get there. Okay. So that's right away. You're into a growth mindset. Secondly, can you admit and say that I'm just delusional? 
Okay, I'm not physically big enough to play basketball. I'm too old. Like I'm just being delusional. So and so there's no way for me to get there. And then and just own that as opposed to make excuses, right? That's the thing about that. And or go back to the one thing that um, I've I'm pretty good at this. I'm going. I, I at least I think I am. I'm just not willing to work that hard. Yeah, that's such a big truth, right? Like when people get and when we get the truth of that, you know what, I'm just going to activate my lazy pattern Mm -hmm. or I just don't want to work that hard, that it is so freeing. But it's also a place where people will will say, well, I I shouldn't be that way or I shouldn't be lazy or I shouldn't I should want to work harder. But the truth is they just don't want to. But I think there's a, I don't think it's just even a case of that. I don't, you know, I don't know it's a lazy pattern. I think is the outcome worth the effort? And sometimes we get into things and we go, you know something, this is not what I thought it was. And, uh, you know. The I'm juice sh- ain't worth the squeeze. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the juice isn't worth the squeeze. So you shut it down. Now, but the difference is, is that you shut it down consciously going, no, it's not worth it. I'm shutting it down. You don't blame somebody and go, no, I never did it because blah, blah, blah. So then the excuses come in. Now, the other thing that is, you know, in that false mindset, keeping in mind a false mindset is that individual that says, no, I've got a growth mindset, but then they fall victim to, or they become this person that actually makes excuses and does the things. The other thing that um, false mindset is, is the victim mentality but it's also, you know, where you're looking at somebody and going, yeah, you can achieve it because you're way smarter than I am. You had all the lucky breaks, you know, your lucky sperm club, you're, you know, you've, you've got all the things. Like, so in other words, you can do it because you got it all. I can't do it because I didn't get any of that. Therefore, you know, I'm, I can't achieve that. Hmm. You know what? That's a really good point. When you think about how easy it is to flip into that false mindset when you bump into your own truth. Sometimes we just would rather hang on to not believing that we can have what we say we want. And that is truly, when I look at at goal setting and goal getting and, and really moving your life forward, whether it's, you know, in sport or in business, is that there has to be a place where you get real with yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, you get real. But there's a couple things that people don't know. We all, we actually can all fall into it. And I'll be the first to admit that I can fall into that false mindset and not realize that I'm there until one day it shows up. But here's some, you know, here's some signs to consider is, is, you know, are you beating yourself up for not changing sooner? Are you beating yourself up for making past mistakes? Are you hanging on into an old story about, you know, if only I would have known then what I, you know, what I know now and, or you may be holding on to a story. This one that I get trapped in every so often is you tell the story of yourself. You're just being too old. Now I don't tell myself ever that I'm too old to change that one. I, I never, that never, I was thinking about this as I was making notes. I, I don't ever catch myself thinking that I'm too old to change. That's not, as a matter of fact, that's the last thing in my mind. But I do find myself that go, and eh, too old. Do I really want to do this? Like, do I want to take this on now? And that's a little bit of a false mindset too, right? And so I, I'm, I'm looking at that and, and I'm dealing with, is what I'm doing worth it? This is such an important conversation in that regard because I enjoy the journey. Right. And, and I want the things that I'm doing to come to the, you know, to uh, uh, what I would mark as the finish line as I hit the target. It was successful, but that is never enough. And, and so I love the journey because I know when I'm on that journey, 
I'm learning and I love that part of it. I love the challenge of it. And we've got lots in business. We talk about this all the time. You know, for those of you listening, we got lots of challenges in business. I mean, we were at the effect of all the pandemic and all the COVID and all the stuff that's going on in the world. So, you know, but I don't ever get bummed out and depressed about it. It's just like, okay, take it on, learn, grow, stretch. So is it the right path is where I, where I question. So I don't, I go, I want that outcome. And where I question myself is, is it, am I taking the right path? Because I always love the journey. I really do. And I love who I work with and all the, the whole team is, is amazing. So any comments on that? Yeah. It's like right road, left road. You know, how do we know if we're taking the right? And and you bring up a really good point. You know, as you grow and you get a little bit older, there's the mortality conversation that kicks in. Well, you know, I know people that didn't start their life till they were 75 years old. Or uh, I have a friend that was a lawyer and she graduated at 38 and she's now got you know, 30 years in. So we really have to redefine what we believe is that mortality conversation. How much time do we have left, et cetera. But when you, you know, you really unpack that conversation, Patrick, you think about, you know, who do I have to become on the journey? Yes, the outcome is what I want, but am I addicted to the journey? Am I addicted mm. to the learning? And, and you know, we always want to be learners. Mm. We always want to grow. But are we just not prepared to have the outcome because maybe it isn't what we thought it was going to look like? And that could be, you know, framed or perceived as failure. And, you know, for many people right now, there's a lot of perception and uh, perceived failure out there about what I didn't do to prepare for an outcome of a pandemic. And I didn't prep, you know, prepare my finances and I didn't buy enough real estate and I don't have enough jasmine rice stored or enough toilet paper or whatever the story is. We're always going to have a not enough conversation when it comes to mindset. But are we willing to open up to what's possible. Got it. This is where we are right now. What we can, what can we do to put in the correction? And that takes a lot of humility. Can you put in the correction? And the, the question of, you know, I'm just going back to what I said earlier is, is defining and deciding if you're on the right path. That's a question that I always get. Like I, I always go back to that because, you know, there's a, a quote and I don't know who it's from. It's not mine. I wish it was. It's really good, which is success is not guaranteed, but the struggle to get there is guaranteed. Success is not guaranteed. The struggle is guaranteed. So you have to fall in love with the struggle. And it was actually in, you know, reviewing that quote that I realized that I don't mind working hard. I like, as you know, I, I love working hard and I don't complain about hard work. So there is a part of me that I enjoy the struggle because I'm, I really do like the thought of what I'm trying to do. And, and I do believe the struggle is making me stronger and, and I'm learning through it. So it doesn't matter what it is you're trying to achieve. You're always going to struggle to achieve it. I think about your athletes and, you know, there, it's a constant struggle. You know, if you look at it that way, or you're looking at it as, no, I just got to work to get that outcome. And I'm learning and I'm growing, mm -hmm. getting stronger. Absolutely. And I'm outcome oriented. So for example, when you say, am I on the right path? Am I on the right road? I believe there is no wrong road. You know, a quick story is that back in the day when, when I first started working in, um, in, in ice dance and figure skating, I was really naive. I didn't know what was going on and I didn't know how the buses worked. And I could bear, I couldn't read a schedule for, you know, with my, I have this dyslexic thing. I couldn't read a schedule. I couldn't read a timeline. It was just, and I'm still the same, you know, 20 years later. 
But at one point, I was getting on a bus that I was sure was going to the arena, and it wasn't. And I technically got on the wrong bus. So halfway through the ride, this is in Japan, and I'm sitting there, and I realize I'm going the wrong direction. And I look around, and there's all these quote unquote, important people in figure skating on this bus. And Mary France and Patrice happened to be on the bus. I think they were going to an interview or something. And I'm on, I'm going totally the wrong way. So instead of going, I'm on the wrong bus, I'm on the wrong path, I'm on the wrong journey. I went, okay, how is this the right journey? So I started talking to the lady beside me who turned into be turned out to be the CEO of Skate Canada at the time. And we were talking about certain things. And her daughter had the same learning disability that I had and my client had. And one thing led to another. And we get to the their hotel, which actually had a bus that was heading back to my hotel. So I actually enjoyed that part of the journey and folded it in and made it positive and made it constructive. And that when we talk about there is no wrong bus is that there is no wrong path in my perception. I'm outcome-oriented. I want to be the best in the world at something. I know that we can achieve whatever it is we set our mind to, and there's no wrong bus. Got that. And it's it leads into, it's kind of a segue into, yeah, and I love that no wrong bus story. I mean, I've heard it many times, but it still makes me chuckle because that's how you're wired, and it, everything turns out that way for you. But it leads into the next question, which is, we, you know, what is our perception of the world that we live in? Okay. So I know that kind of seems way out there compared to what we were just talking about, but you know, we ask ourselves the question, do I live in a hostile or a friendly world? Do I live in a hostile or a friendly universe? Because if you decide that you're in a hostile universe, nothing works for you. Everything you see is against you. And you then can be easily the victim of all of the stuff that's going on. Now, I talk about that because think about what's going on right now in the world, right? And we see the polarity. We see the divisiveness. You know, vax, no vax. I mean, gosh, you know, there's, we've talked about it before. There's couples breaking up. There's families that are, uh, what's the word? Um they're splitting. They're splitting. I mean, there's like people not talking to each other. It's just mind-blowing the world that's going on. Now, those individuals, there's those individuals that see what's happening as a hostile world. So everything that the government's doing, everything the hospitals are doing globally, you know, uh, whatever that case is, it's a very hostile. So you see it through a lens called everything's coming at me and it's it's it's. It's, it's bad. Not, it's bad. It's not good. Yet we know people who just are doing their life. You know, they're traveling the world. They're, uh, you know, they're going south because they're snowbirds. They're like, they're in a whole different world where everything for them is friendly. You know, uh, get my vaccination. I go do my thing, follow what the government told me to do, all these things. So they're, and their world's awesome. And it's, it's like, okay, so, you know, can you see both worlds or do you see? And they don't actually see the other side. They just go, okay, those guys are idiots. And and, and so I'm going to just go live my life. Now, this isn't to say, you know, and, and I'm not saying one is better. I, what I'm saying is, is that our view of the world is how it unfolds for us. So to your point about being on, you're always on the right bus. Okay. And I just need to point out, you said, well, that always works out for you. Like it doesn't work out for you. Come on. No, it does. Yes, it, it does. No. Oh, no, and no, 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 and no, when no, you point does. that out and, and when you decide for me, I've decided that I'm always going to be on the right bus, even if I'm on the wrong bus. So there's going to be a lesson, there's going to be learning. And I think that's something that we've done as a couple and we've done as partners is that we've really brought our energies together, knowing that you're more 
you more lean on the negative side. You you do see things differently than I do, but I think we bring a nice balance to each other in our business and in our relationship. But my commitment is to always see, not through rose-colored glasses at all, but I do want to see what's positive. I've been traveling this whole time. I've been back and forth to Edmonton. I've been to Sweden. I've been to Vegas twice. I've been all over the place. I, I'm not willing to let other people's restrictions restrict my life. Mm -hmm. I find a way to navigate or skate through the way that I, I see it because I believe it's possible. I have a relative that loves to go to Palm Springs. And I remember I was heading to Vegas last year for a, a competition, for example. And she said to me, you know, when it's safe to travel, you know, I'll, I'll head down to Palm Springs. We'll head down to Palm Springs, you know, Stephanie, when it's safe to travel again. And I looked at her and I went, you know, it's never been safe to travel, right? Like you're 40,000 feet in the air. It's not safe to travel. So the fact that she decided that she was going to stay home until it was quote unquote safe to travel, like who was going to tell her mm -hmm. it was safe to travel? I've been traveling this whole time. You've been traveling this whole time. So when you decide something is unsafe, mm -hmm. then that's what it is. And that gets locked into your, and that actually really solidifies a fixed mindset. It does. So, you know, as we wind down here, I think, you know, a goal achieved, you know, fixed mindset, growth mindset, false mindset, you know, that's really what the conversation was today. And as we look at the environment that we're in today is having an awareness around it. So if you see the world as hostile, of course, that's what you see. And then, of course, that's going to affect what's happening. If you see the world as friendly. And I think, you know, to your point, and, I, and I'm pretty good at that way because I, when I got shit coming at me, I'm pretty good at going, I don't know where this is going, but I know it's in the right direction because I do believe that, uh, you know, the universe is unfolding for me, not against me. Uh, just sometimes in the moment I get pissed off about it. But I, I always come back to that. I, I, I have to say that I can always come back to that. I'm pretty good at that. And so, ladies and gentlemen, as you think about your mindset, when we look at the blind spots that we all have, by the way, and hopefully this may be, I don't know, I don't want to say shine a light on your blind spot because that's not our job, but it's to bring your attention to, you know, when you look at what's going on in the world, when, it look, when you look at what's going on in your world, your view of the world, uh, what do you see? And do you find yourself being the victim, uh, blaming, complaining that doesn't help anything? So can you get better at something in the future? Can you improve things? Where can you actually have an impact on, on your life and how you see it? Stephanie, you can have the last word. What do you got? Well, I think the biggest thing is perception. You made a really, really good point is that when we perceive that life and the world is working against us, we can also get really angry. And that anger or that frustration leaves a chemical uh, residue in our bodies. So our health is also connected to our mindset. Mm -hmm. And I just want to shine a light on that is that if you are perceiving the world as working against you and, and you are angry all the time or you're frustrated all the time, just know that that byproduct, that chemical byproduct of cortisol or whatever it's leaving in your body is not healthy. So I'm not saying, you know, flip it to the rose colored glasses, but try to shift and see if you can shift your mindset and look at things differently. And like to your point, Patrick, is that you do get pissed off sometimes and you get angry, but you're also so powerful when it comes to leading us into a, a, a new way of looking at things. So I really appreciate this conversation. 
Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested in uh, following along, we also have a program called Mindset Matters. You can uh, click on the link. I think it'll be somewhere around here. And uh, in the uh, link in somewhere in the body of the uh, podcast, I'd love to have you around and uh, join us on our journey of Mindset Matters program. And uh, we're going to be doing that on a regular basis and uh, look forward to meeting you hopefully in the future. If you've got any comments or anything that you would like to bring up, send me an email at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. And uh, Stephanie Hamlin, Francie, thank you for joining me again today. Or I guess you're not really joining me. It feels like you are because it's the podcast. I know we had to walk all the way from the house to the office. Yeah, it's now our podcast. I mean, it's this. <laughs> it's the, great. It's thank the you, Everyday Patrick. Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast. Thanks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, any feedback would be appreciated. And uh, we'll be talking about this again in the next episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others, share with your friends. As it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener, if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick out.